We live in a day and time, I want to say hi to everybody watching online as well. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of you. We live in a time where news travels fast. You figured that out, right? At the touch of your phone, the internet, social media, news just travels like that. Good or bad or indifferent. And Christmas is the greatest news ever. It's the announcement that the Messiah has come, that a Savior has been born. And that's good news that we need to meditate on every day and think about and live in. This good news of Jesus, he, he ushered in a new kingdom, a kingdom that's not like this world at all. It's a, it's a kingdom built on peace, joy, love, forgiveness, hope. When you look around our world, it's hard to find that. It's hard to find that. But yet Jesus, when he, he has been growing his kingdom one life at a time, one person at a time, and the kingdom of God comes into your heart through the gospel of Jesus by faith, and he begins to change, it, change. and he's coming back again one day, and he's going to sort it all out, and he, he's, he's already king, and he will fulfill all that was pr promised about him at his second coming, but he's not going to come back as a babe in the manger. He's going to come back as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We just sang, Mary, Did You Know? And when Christy told me that we were singing that tonight, um, I had to look up the song. Do you want to throw something at me right now? I'm so sorry. Exposing my lack of Christmas music knowledge sometimes. But I, as I looked at it, the thought hit me. Did she know? Yes and no. She heard from the angel. She knew the scriptures. But in her humanness, she had to be pretty blown away to see miracles and all the things that we were just, you know, Mary, did you know that this was going to happen? And to ultimately see him on the cross, but then see him rise from the dead. But tonight, just for the few minutes, I want to answer the question, what did Mary know? That's kind of the play that I'm, I'm taking from that song. There are things that she did know. And as I read the passage in Luke 1 where the angel announces to Mary that she is going to conceive a child by the Holy Spirit, that's the Messiah, it says this, in the, ninth, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be since I'm a virgin? I mean, no, that's a good question. <laughs> and the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. 
for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So, I saw some things that Mary did know. And the first thing is, she knew she had found favor with God. The word favor can easily be translated grace. She had found grace from God. Grace is unmerited favor. You don't earn it. It's a gift from God. She had found the grace of God. She had found favor with God. And here's here's how each one of these things that Mary knew can encourage you tonight, and you can take it into the new year and take it every day of your life and build your life on these truths. Because of Jesus, we can know we have found favor with God as well. Some of you might be thinking, how can I find favor with God? You don't know what I've done, where I've been things I've been through. Jesus is the proof of the favor of God upon us tonight. When the, after Jesus is born, the angels, you know, triumphantly shout, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. There's that there. There that is again. And then the apostle Paul in his letter to his young protege, Titus, He says, for the grace or favor of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. Jesus is the favor of God. He is the grace of God. He is the gift of God to us all. So tonight or tomorrow, depending upon your traditions, we're going to be exchanging and opening gifts to some degree. And when you get a gift, someone hands it to you, you receive it, you open it, and then you close it back up and put it on a shelf. That's not, no, no, no. It's very true. No, we don't do that. We receive it, we open it, and then we enjoy it, right? You enjoy whatever it is you wanted or what somebody blessed you with. We enjoy it. Most of the time we enjoy our gifts, right? So you can tell when someone doesn't. But this gift is perfect. The gift of Jesus is perfect. We're told in um, the book of Ephesians that because of Jesus, we have been given every spiritual heavenly blessing through him. In other words, Jesus has shared everything that is his with us. And we receive that by faith. We receive that by faith. So do that today. If you've never put your faith, hope, and trust in Jesus, tonight's the night. Tonight's the night to agree with Jesus that he's already Lord and Savior. We don't make him Savior. We don't make him Lord. He's already that. Faith is saying, I agree. And I'm going to walk in my life on that, build my life on that foundation. Secondly, she knew that she would bear a son named Jesus. Both Joseph was told to name him Jesus and Mary was told to name him Jesus. That's very important. A couple weeks ago at church, on Sunday, I taught about the name of Jesus. What's in that name? Jesus's name literally means God's salvation. That's what his name means. If you read the Hebrew scriptures or in the Old Testament, when you translate the word Yeshua, which is Jesus's, the Hebrew way to say Jesus, it's you're translating God's salvation. So that's a specific name because he came to save us. He came on a rescue mission. Mary knew this. A few verses later, she says, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. 
She knew, think about this, in her womb was her Savior and the Savior of the world, the Messiah. It's mind-boggling when you really think about that. So how does that affect you and I today? Because of Jesus, we can know that he has saved us from our enemies. And you say, well, what enemies are you talking about? Sin, death, and the evil one. Those are our enemies. Every human has those three enemies that needed to be dealt with. And Jesus came into this world to take all our wrongdoing. Sin is a misalignment with the will of God, how God wants us to live. And when we, miss, we sin, we misalign with the will of God. It's like when your car goes out of alignment, it wants to pull to the left or the right, you're out of alignment. That's what sin does to us. But Jesus took it to the cross. He, he bore our sins on the cross. He defeated that enemy. He defeated the enemy of death. He said, I'm the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though they die, they will live. That death becomes just a doorway into his eternal presence, into his eternal love. It's good news. And that brings good news to each one of us. Thirdly, Mary, she knew that she was going to bear and raise God's son. That was right in our passage there. The big word for, for Christmas theologically is the incarnation. God became human. God became human. Jesus entered into our fallen world, the fallen world of Adam and Eve, and he became one of us. He, just as Christy was saying, I mean, he made himself vulnerable. He had to be dependent upon her nine months in the womb. She had to change his diaper and all the elements of everything of life that, that we experience, he experienced because Jesus is fully human. And Jesus said, and here's my point, because of Jesus, we can know what the Father is like. I harp on this a lot if you're new to novation, that people always wonder, well, what, what's God like? He's like Jesus. When you look through the Gospels and you read the life of Jesus, that's what the Father is like. Jesus came to clear up misconceptions about what God was like. He came to clear that up. He said, when you've seen me, you've seen what the Father is like. He took the guesswork out of that. I love that Jesus did that for us. Now we can know what God's like. The fourth thing that Mary knew is she knew that God was a miracle worker. She knew that God was a miracle worker. Christmas is about a miracle. The two foundational things about Christianity that are built on are built on two miracles. The virgin birth and the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Our whole foundation, our whole faith is built on those two things. The incarnation. Many in this room and many watching online, you've experienced miracle power. You've experienced the miracle of God. There's testimonies left and right of God miraculously coming through for us. So here's the encouragement I want to give you. Because of Jesus, we can know and experience his power. Because of Jesus, you can experience his miracle working power. And some of you are praying about that, or some of you are discouraged that you haven't seen a breakthrough and you're waiting on the power of God. Listen, he's always on time. He knows what he's doing, and he is growing your faith, and he wants us to trust him. 
He never said that things were going to go easy in life for anybody. Jesus is an honest, was honest, and he said, in this life, you're going to have trials and sorrows of many kind, but take courage. I've overcome. Jesus overcame for us. His power produces miracles and it produces transformation. 29, over 29 years ago, I experienced the miracle of the new birth. When Jesus, I came into agreement with Jesus about who he is. And I handed the keys of my life back over to him. I said, I want you to drive. And he transformed me. I was lost. I was purposeless. And I'm still a, a piece of work. I'm still a work in progress. Ask my wife. But I'm not going. I'm following him. I'm going to continue to let him transform my mind, my heart, and my life. And I pray that you would do that too. Because there's no greater life than a life that's following Jesus. Than a life that's connected to Jesus. And then lastly, she knew that she could trust the word of the Lord. Mary knew she could trust the word of the Lord. She said, be it unto me according to your word. Will you say that with me? Be it unto me according to your word. Let's try that one more time. Be it unto me according to your word. Nice job. God has made many promises. And we're told in 2 Corinthians that every promise that God has ever made is yes and amen in Jesus. So name a promise, it's yes and amen and fulfilled in Jesus. So here's the encouragement. Because of Jesus, we can trust the word of the Lord. Because of Jesus, we can trust the word of the Lord. Now, when we see the word word, hopefully it triggers that the word of God is yes, it's the Bible, it's, it's the paper and ink, but Jesus is the living word of God, capital W. He is the divine expression of God, the divine wisdom of God. He spoke and all the universe came into being. Jesus created all things, he sustains all things. And it says in John, the Apostle John was an eyewitness to the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Eyewitness and in his gospel. If you've never read the Bible before, read the gospel of John and get to know Jesus and who he was. John was very intimate with Jesus. And he said, when he's talking about Jesus' uh, coming to earth, this is the Christmas verse you should memorize. And the word became flesh. God's Son, the Word of God, became flesh and dwelt among us. The word dwelt means to tabernacle, or He camped with us. He was with us. And we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is God's Word to you and I. Jesus is how God feels about you. Let that sink in. You wonder, what, does God love me? Think of Jesus what he did for you. Does God want me? Think of Jesus. Have I gone too far? Think about Jesus. Jesus is God's word to us. So for us, he is our word back to the Father, Jesus. He's our yes to the Father. And like Mary, we say, be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word.
We're going to go into our Christmas song, so if the worship team can come back up. When, when we look in the manger, we are looking at God's love. When you peer into the, to the manger, you're looking at God's love. You're looking at God's person. You're looking at God's purpose. When we look at and think and celebrate about Christmas. So here's my hope for all of us, is that this Christmas you would receive the gift of Jesus and new life and hope, forgiveness, and open it by faith and build your life on that. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's never too late to build your life on Jesus and give your life over to him and say to him, be it unto me according to your word. He's made amazing promises. Say, be it unto me according to your word. Let me pray. Father, thank you for Jesus again and again and again. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, that you poured out on us. Tonight, we, we put our faith, hope, and trust in you. If you've never put your faith, hope, and trust in Jesus, just say to him, Lord Jesus, I trust you. I'm going to follow you. I agree with you. You don't have to have it all figured out to follow Jesus. He'll show you. You walk with him and he begins to open your mind, show you what life's really about. So Lord, we do that. And some of us re recommit, we reaffirm our faith in you. We thank you for your faithfulness to us, Jesus. I pray for those watching or in this room that are hurting right now, Lord, that your amazing miracle-working power would touch their life physically, emotionally, most importantly, spiritually. Transform us to be like you, Jesus, in how we think, act, and speak. May we walk in the celebration of new life. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to sing a couple more carols. There are some candles um, in buckets on some of the rows. If you would take those out and, and begin to pass down each row so everybody gets one. And then turn it on when you get it. And we're going to light this room up because Jesus is the light of the world. Whoever follows him will never walk in darkness, he said.
give the Lord a hand. Thank you, Jesus. The soul felt its worth. I love that. At His appearing, our soul felt its worth. You need to know you matter to God. You matter to God so much that He sent His eternal, unique Son to come as a human, to live and die, to bring us to the Father, to bring us hope, to give us peace and joy that's eternal, that cannot be taken away. Nothing can take that away. So I'm grateful. We are grateful that you came to worship with us tonight. I hope you have a very blessed Merry Christmas.